Do you get that yucky feeling in your belly when it comes to making your offer? And you start to think like, okay, when I get this offer positioned and I get it ready, like, what are the person on the other side? Like, what are they going to say? Are they going to reject me? What am I going to say if they have questions and you start to kind of freak out and you stop feeling like you are really walking in your authority because you're freaking out about what the other person may or may not say. Listen, if that's you and you're trying to strengthen your sales muscles in a way that creates authentic connections to where people want to do business with you and it doesn't come from manipulation but it comes for true service then this episode is for you as we're tapping into part three of the greatest sales conversation ever had get your pen get your paper because we're about to get into it and we're about to finish strong what's up leader Welcome to the Gifted Entrepreneur Show, the dopest podcast on the planet that explores the world of Christian entrepreneurship and reveals secrets to unlocking your unique codes to create generational wealth. I'm your host, LaDondra Hervey, wife, mom, award-winning author, and Christian business coach who's excited to take you on a transformational journey of taking bold steps to unlock your unique gifts and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams with unwavering faith. Buckle up. It's time to make your dreams of creating generational wealth a reality. Listen, I'm feeling a lot like Rocky Balboa right now. Like we on that, we in the middle of the fight and we at that part where the music get high and it's like, you know, you about to win. Like it's you in that championship mode. Like I feel like we in championship mode because we're on our third week of the greatest sales conversation ever had. And I, I feel like we have just went really deep and there's been some transformational breakthroughs that are literally happening through this episode and people are shifting the way that they are approaching their businesses from a sales standpoint. And when we say from a sales point standpoint, like I'm meaning the way that they're selling according to the king's standard for selling. I started this series and I was talking about that Jesus said he only did what he saw his father do. And we being a king, the king's kids, like we want to only do what we see the king do. We want to do what only do what we see that Jesus did. And Jesus demonstrated the greatest sales conversation when he was talking to the woman at the well. And we've gone through episodes one and we've gone through episode two. Well, not necessarily episode one, series one, series two of this. And we have really laid not only the foundation of a kingdom mindset, but we've also 
covered how to position your offer. And so in this particular week, we're going to be tapping into how to overcome objection. And that can be one of those really scary things because it's like, what do I say if they say no? And what's next if they reject me or they have questions and just all this stuff comes up in our mind. And then these things become barriers that really keep us from finishing strong and closing that sales, that sale to really offer that ideal client what they already wanted. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into that and we're going to finish strong like Rocky Balboa finished strong, right? All right. Y'all hear the music of the song playing in my head. Dun, 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 And like it just got louder and louder. That's when you know you're in the championship. We in the championship. Let's go, champion. But before we get into this thing and we go deep, let's talk about a review from one of our champion fans, Miss Sabrina Hammonds, who is with Kingdom Connections agency and who does just the best podcast agency in the world. She said that this is a powerful resource for entrepreneurs. LaDondra is calling us as entrepreneurs higher. If you are ready to do business differently, you need LaDondra in your community. I really appreciate the fact that everything she shares leads back to the father and his word. After trying on other people's blueprints and not finding success, I realized that I needed to be connected to those that are being led by the Lord, and she definitely is. This podcast is a resource that every woman building a business should tap into. Thank you so much for that review, Sabrina, and I just wanted to pray a blessing over you and your family and your business and everything that you're doing through Kingdom Connections Agency and media and how you are being a bridge for the entrepreneurs that you are serving. I pray that God's favor abound in everything that you do and every person that you meet. All right, you guys, listen, here we go. Y'all got your pen? I hope so. Or whatever you want to write with. Like, I hope you got it. Even if y'all been hearing about this where people are listening to podcasts in the shower. And that's fine. I want to do the same thing. I tried, but I don't have my speaker yet. Like, someone bought me one, but it went out. But I, with that being said, I've been hearing on other podcasts where those who do listen to podcasts is like, they have like these aqua colors and markers that you can take notes on your wall with in the shower without it damaging anything and I think that's really cool because a lot of my downloads they come from either me being on my what I call my prayer walks or me being in the shower or going to the bathroom not like that but even if it was like that like that's fine but Like it'd be those moments to where like I'm at a quiet state and just things just start to be dropped down and downloaded. If you're like that, you may look into those little aqua markers or colors or whatever the case is, because you don't want to miss stuff. Like you don't want to be just like where you just are consuming information and you're not taking the thing that you need 
and putting into practical application in your business so that you can see results. Like we don't want to just be on our knees praying for things. We want to see our prayers in action. And you can do that by really taking thorough notes and then taking those notes to the king and saying, Father God, how do you see me walking this out in this time and in this season? And for any of you who have followed me for any period of time, you will know that I will always take you back to the king and, and his heart and tap into his heart to see how he wants you to walk a thing out. Because though you may hear many things, you want to hear from him and how he wants you to really walk that thing out. Because there may be that he's like, okay, that is great, but I want you to pencil that for now. And you don't want to pencil it and then forget, didn't you didn't pencil it and don't know what to go back to. Or he's like, that's great. Here's what else I have to add to that. So just be in that place to where you're always ready to take notes, okay? So anyway, we're continuing the conversation for the with the woman and the Samaritan woman and Jesus at the well. And we've been in John chapter 4. And like I told you, go and read the Bible for yourself. I'm not reading this verbatim. I'm just reading this to you. Some part of it is verbatim. Some part of it I'm summarizing so that we can get through all this yumminess and you're able to go and take this and do something with it. But listen, the Bible tells us study to show your own self-approved. And so you want to study to show thyself approved by going and reading the story of the Samaritan woman. Okay, cool. So we left off. Or let me, I don't even want to talk about where we left off. We're picking up at mindset number 11 in this. And mindset number 11 is really cultivating a profit mindset. Ooh, yeah. We cultivating a profit mindset. I know that sounds scary to many of you because you're like, I'm not a profit. How do I cultivate a profit mindset? Well, let me tell you, scripture helps us to, to really kind of tap into what that looks like. So we're going to be picking up where Jesus just called her out and he was like, hey, you you go get your husband. He told her to go get her husband. And she's like, I don't have a husband. And Jesus just affirmed like, no, you don't have a husband. You've had five. And in fact, the one you're living with now, like, that's not, he not even your husband. You're not married to him. And she's like, yeah, you spoke the truth. And so we pick it up in verse 19 where she, the Samaritan woman is saying, sir, the woman said, you must be a prophet. So tell me why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place for worship while we Samaritans claim it is here at the mountain yeah, I'm not, I'm not pronouncing that word. It's with a G. You go look that word up where our ancestors worship. So the crazy part is, and the part that I want to focus on right there is in verse 19, where she said, you must be a prophet. You must be a prophet. Well, why do we want to cultivate a prophet mindset? Well, what a prophet mindset, let's talk about what it is. A prophet mindset is, is that it's like, you should know the problem that your ideal clients are facing so deep that they feel like you're a prophet. They should feel seen, heard, 
affirmed and acknowledged. Like they should feel that they that you're right. And it's like you have positioned your offer so strong that they feel seen. I'm going to say this again. Write it down. Seen. They should feel heard and they should feel affirmed slash acknowledged. Okay. So she felt seen like he, he see me in my situation. I feel heard he, and I feel affirmed. And so I'm shaking my head in agreement with him. And I feel seen so much that he was able to regurgitate facts that no one else knows about me unless they really, really, really know me. He knows that, and I never met this person a day in my life, but yeah, he knows that I don't have a husband. In fact, he knows that I've had five and the one that I'm currently living with, he's not even my husband. Like, and I'm like, you're speaking truth. You gotta be a prophet. Like, you gotta be a prophet. And so it's like he was tapping into, he knew her. He knew the problem that she was facing so much that it felt like he knew her personally. We have to be so in alignment and so in tune with our ideal client's problem to the point to where they feel like we know them personally. And part of what a good prophet does, because see, a lot of people think that prophecy is just about telling, foretelling of the future. But really, good prophecy is about encouraging and edifying and helping a person to see where they are and in in helping them to speak into the bigger picture of their future it's also about really speaking fact in alignment with scripture and calling you up into that person. That's good prophecy. And so good prophecy also makes you feel, like I said, seen, heard, and affirmed. That's why she's like, you must be a prophet. Your client should be like, man, I felt heard. I felt affirmed. Like, I can't say this enough, y'all. I think that a lot of times that people are not doing business with this is because they don't feel seen. They don't feel hurt. They feel like they're just another transaction and they're listening to your pitch. So they can be nice and then they can say, oh, that sounds great. Or, oh, that sounds interesting. If you hear that, then let me tell you, they did not feel seen. They didn't feel hurt. They were just being kind and they let you finish so that they can move on to the next thing of the conversation. And not you don't want that. You really want them to connect then to feel connected to you and to feel like you are the source to the problem that they have been facing. So not only have they connected with their own problem, now they have connected to you. So when you have a profit mindset now and you're able to make them feel seen, heard, and affirmed, then now they are connecting to you as the solutionary. And so now you're standing about the noise and you are tapping into a new level. So then now let's go to mindset number 12 as we are tapping into overcoming objection. And I will say when you tap into mindset 11, where we talked about that profit mindset, you're overcoming objection because now 
what what are they objecting to? Like they they see you as a solutionary, so they really don't have an objection at this point. Mindset number twelve. I want you to cultivate the mind and understand that questions are good. Questions are good. A lot of times we be like, oh my gosh, they asked me a question. I'm scared. Like that means that they they're not interested. They're asking me questions. Let me run or let me start over talking the situation or all this thing. All these things, but I want you to really understand that questions are good. In fact, questions are great because they are bought in or it means that they're really interested in what you have. So now they're asking questions. And so she said in four, verse 420, sir, or sir, tell me why this is the question where he's like, why is it that the Jews insist, blah, blah, blah. So he's asking, she's asking questions. And so really what this does, it did is his responses opened up her eyes and it provoked questions for her. And so we got to get to the point to where how we're responding to our client and how we're making them feel about the things that they're going through that it is helping them to, and it's creeping, let me say this, it's opening up their eyes and creating space for them to feel safe to ask their questions. Because remember at the beginning, she was like, why are you talking to me? She was, I felt like she was scared because what you doing talking to me? Number one, I'm a woman. Number two, we alone. And Number three, like, this is out of tradition. So, sir, like, get away from me because I'm not trying to get stoned. But now she feels safe to ask her questions that about the Jews and how things are set up and, like, all of this. So before I can fully walk with you, like, can you tell me this? And that's okay, you guys. We got to get to the point to where we are embracing the fact that our ideal client is asking us questions. And one thing that's really good to help you along this is that you can literally write down some of the some projected questions that you may feel that come up so that you can feel prepared for that conversation. But in this step, don't be so caught up on your prepared answers that you're not quite, you're not listening because again, one of the keys here is to listen. Jesus listened so deeply that he was re able to reflect her back to her and things that she didn't even know that he that well that she didn't let me say this again. He was able to reflect back to her things that nobody else should have known that didn't really know her intimately. But then he was able to reflect things to her in a deeper way that she was able to connect with the areas of her life that there was a void that she really hadn't deeply connected with. So now she's like in conversation and there's this trust being built. And so when we have these questions that's coming up, it's really trust is being built and established. And so a partnership is starting to form and that client is seeing you as, as a trusted source and someone that they can partner with, okay? Now let's go to mindset number 13. And it says that we want to cultivate a mindset where we are, we are evangelists. Well, yep, we are evangelists, okay? So we want an evangelist mindset. Here's what that means. Your offer should be so good that it causes people to want to evangelize. 
You heard me. It should be so good in that conversation and how that conversation was positioned that you, the person on the receiving end want to go tell everybody about what, how good that your offer is and how good that conversation was and how good it is to be in partnership with you. It says in verse 28, let me find verse 28. So I'm leading you right over here. It says, the woman left her water jug or her water jar beside the well and ran back to the village telling everybody, it say everyone, but I want to say everybody, telling everybody, come and see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could he possibly be the Messiah? Listen here. We talk about sales being hard. You know why it's hard? We ain't positioned our, our offer so good that we, the person on the receiving end is willing and ready to go tell everybody about this somebody who has this incredible offer that is going to fill or quench this thirst that I didn't even know that I had or to fill this void that I didn't even know that I had. Now I'm going to go tell everybody about this somebody. We want it to be our offer to be so good that somebody else goes and tell the everybody else's and they are evangelizing for us. And you know what? This takes us out of pressure. This takes us out of pressure of feeling like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go do the algorithms and I gotta get the ads and the SEOs and all this. So the, all this algorithm and stuff, it'll go tear everybody for me. Well, let me tell you. Everything you do, it has to be positioned right. So before there is any return on any investment of whatever you do. And what better, let me see how I want to say this. What better testimony can you have than a word of mouth testimony of somebody sharing their experience with you? That does more work than what a a cold outreach can do. It does more than what technology can do for you because it's not a cold thing. This is literally somebody who is warmed up to your offer and now they are just evangelizing and telling everybody about what has happened, what's been their experience with you as a person and with your offer, the invitation that you have made. Which brings me on over to mindset number 14. And so mindset number 14 is all about take action and finish what you started. And be about, your, be about Father God's business. So John 4 and 34, we're, gonna, we're skipping over into that part. It says that we're at this part where I'm going to just build up to it real quick before I tell you what it says. So the lady, she's had the conversation with Jesus. She's excited. She didn't took off running. And she's like, you know what? Like, y'all need to know this guy. He's the bomb. And so at this point, then the disciples have entered the scene and they're like, hey, Jesus, you need to eat something. And Jesus, he is replying to her, well, to the disciples. And he's like, 
telling them like I have a kind of food you know nothing about. And so then we're going to enter into a number uh, verse 34 where we were going. And it says that my nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me and from finishing his work. Man, let me tell you, there is something about finishing. Every time I say the word finishing, I'd be like, it does something to my soul. Like I can't even play with you. Every time I say it, you know why? Because my heart, like in finishing this race, is to finish well and to hear God say, well done, good and faithful servant. Like you finish your race. You finish. And so I'm not, I'm not lusting a, for the things of the flesh. I'm not even like my nourishment, my real nourishment ain't about like what I can eat from like in a tangible form. It's really what it's, it's really about me finishing my father's work. And why am I bringing this up right now? Well, number one, I'm bringing it up because a lot of times along our sales journey, we can get really discouraged along the journey and we can start to feel like, well, like this stuff is not working and all of this and that, but really it's not, we can't even worry about that because our fulfillment comes from finishing the work that God has done and he started he who began a good work will complete it to the end. And it's my responsibility to do my part in that and to show up and to continue make invitations to people and to continue to meet them at the point of their need. Even if they choose to say no, they have that. They have the right to get to say no. Jesus never forced anyone to do anything. So you can follow all these steps and you can feel like, well, you know what? They rejected my offer and I, so I, I quit and I give up. Let me tell you, if you, when you do that type of thing, you are not, you don't have a legacy mindset. You really want to cultivate a legacy mindset. And the legacy mindset is one that is rooted in the eternal reward. And the eternal reward is finishing the work that the father has sent you to do. And it's, you got to take that mindset, the legacy mindset, it positions you to say, you know what, I'm not focusing on the now because I know that the now is what the decisions that I make right now are really propelling me into my next level. And so this really, if we put this in a practical terms, this, this no is really propelling me into my next yes and the next one and the next one is just preparation and you know how i know that well when we go off into the next the next verse 435 it says um it talks about the saying there's you know what i'm not going to read it from my journal i'm gonna read it over here it says you know the saying four months between planting and harvest but i say wake up and look around the fields are already ripe for harvest says that the harvesters are paid good wages and the fruit they harvest is people brought to eternal life. What joy awaits both the planter and the harvester alike? You know the saying, one plants and another harvest. 
and it's true. And I sent you to harvest where you didn't plant. Others had already done the work and now you will get to gather the harvest. Y'all, mm, I'm telling you, that's good. I sent you to harvest where you did not plant. Others have already done the work and now you will gather the harvest. Let me tell you, listen, he's saying there's a process to all of this. So there's, there's, a, there's seed time. There's planting time. There's harvest time. But he's also saying, I've already, wake up and look around. The fields are already ripe. They're already ripe. So you're saying that you can't find your next, the person to make an invitation for your offer to. But let me tell you that the fields are already ripe. They're already ready. The people are there. And all you got to go do is number one, you got to plan. Number two, you got to just go, you got to go do the work. You just got to go do the work. You got to go do the work and you got to stay consistent to that work because when you stay consistent to it, then that's when you're going to finish strong and you're going to meet that woman at the well who's sitting there all by herself and everybody else have given up on her and she's given up on herself and she's just caught up in conformity and doing what she do because it just makes her feel good to get through the moments of pain that she's feeling and you're going to look around your eyes are going to be so open that you're going to look around and you're going to be on your way to your next event and you're going to be sitting and she's going to come and she's going to find you you're not even going to have to you're not even going to have to look very hard you she's going to find you but you get when she finds you you're going to be able to look at her with a discerning eye and say oh that's her and or that's him and you're going to make be you're going to have the god confidence to start that conversation with her and you're going to go deep enough for her to feel seen heard and affirmed and then you're going to do it so well and walk these steps that you're going to finish strong and it's going to feel so good because you have you had a legacy mindset to not get caught up on the nose until you found that one opportunity or that one opportunity found you and you stumbled upon that yes that yes and that yes it created where we're going to go into mindset number 15 it created a ripple effect so in your offer, your offer should also create a, a ripple effect where it's a, where we're don't negate the power of one. That's mindset number 15 is don't negate the power of one. And so because of her obedience, many believed and it was because one person was reached, many believed. So when you speak to the one the masses will be blessed. You don't know the influence that that one carries. You don't know the power of just really connecting deeply to the one. And so when you can really deeply connect to the one, then that one can create a ripple effect that opens up doors for other opportunities for you to step into to offer your services to the masses. And so it says that many Samaritans from the, from the village believed in Jesus because the woman had said, he told me everything I had ever did. As we wrap up this episode and as we wrap up this series, I want to remind you 
that there is power in focusing on the one. Who is that one that you're going after? That you know that you've been sent. You are literally the sent one to be the solutionary to that person's problem. And as you're standing in the authority of being the sent one, you're not questioning who you are and what you have in your hand. You're not questioning what the other person and you're not what they have to say and you're not standing in your story, but you're standing in the authority of the one who sent you. What is the impact that is created from those moments? How many lives are touched because you were willing to be faithful with the one? You were willing to press past tradition. You were willing to press past conformity. You were willing to press past even your own thoughts and belief to affect change on the one. Listen, there's so much power in you and the world needs what you have on the inside of you. And if you're questioning what that looks like, and you're questioning the gift that's on the inside of you. And maybe the waters have gotten a little muddled for you. And maybe you've gotten a little thirsty in your business. And you're reaching out and you're striving for things that you already possess. And maybe you don't really understand what you already possess. And you're looking for resources to help you to really tap in to dig deeper and see what that thing is so that you can truly be a lighthouse to someone else's problem. You can literally be the living water, the answer to someone else's problem. And you are looking for someone to partner with to really help you to bring that forward. If that's you, I want to really challenge you to click the link in the bio. Like click the link in the bio. You lose nothing by scheduling a call with us to see how we can partner with you. And I promise you, one thing about us, my company, is that we walk in true integrity. If we can't help you, we will tell you that. But if we can help you, we will tell you that. And I will tell you that we are about the committed, the ones who are serious, the ones who are ready, the ones who are ready to elevate into their next level. And if that's you, go ahead and schedule that call because we will definitely walk with you and we will definitely help you to enter into that next level. There are eternal blessings that are attached to the decisions that you choose to make today. The decisions that you make today affect the future generations that you have been called to impact. Your children's children and the lives of the community members that you, your gifts have been called to affect change on. It's all connected to your decision to say yes to yourself and to get past those, those moments to those voids and those moments of questioning yourself and those moments of feeling like you don't have. We're not worried about what we don't have. We're worried about who we have. And when we can really step into who we have and we can really partner with Jesus and we can really partner with the right community and we can really get the right tools to draw out the living water that you possess, then you become unstoppable. I look forward to partnering with you into your next level. Until next time, see you later.
Did that episode feel juicy or what? If so, please do me a favor and take 30 seconds to write a review. Your review helps us to spread the mission of creating generational wealth around the world. And if you tag me on IG stories, I'll be sure to reshare the love. And don't forget to join our Kingdom Collaborators Network, where we're coming together to intentionally collaborate to grow our business. Until next time, remember, for with Christ, nothing is impossible.